I know a lot about golf. It's time for those weekend golf guys. Well, we're waiting. On SB Nation Radio. And on SBNationRadio.com. Here's John Ashton and Jeff Smith. And just like the man said, we are those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. I am in the studio. He once again is commuting from one highfalutin golf course to another. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Olympia Fields. Mm. Olympia Fields. Mm. Yes, sir. I uh, had the great fortune of playing golf this morning uh, with my son at uh, Olympia Fields on the famous North Course where they held uh, – U.S. Opens, Jim Furyk was the champion uh, at that time. I think it was 2003 mm-hmm. or something, 2013. I can't remember what tech year it was. But anyhow, had a good round of golf today. Pretty darn exciting. Uh, played with a good friend of mine, fellow golf instructor, Mr. E.A. Tischler. Love to have E.A.'s friend of the show. We've actually broadcast our show from Olympia Fields before, John, in yeah, a few years. Yeah, but, uh, yeah it, but was... it was nice to get an Nice to get an invitation to go play yet another fantastic golf course. Is is it a fantastic golf course because it's famous, or is it famous because it's a fantastic golf course? I think it's famous because it's a fantastic golf course. What makes it a fantastic um, golf course over and above the stuff that we normally play? Well, first off, the layout is really good. It's a great piece of property. Uh, it's beautiful, and it's in phenomenal condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Trees just barely changing color up there in Chicago, and um, just a beautiful day to play. And it's uh, it's old school there. It's really good. It's really really good. Who's no tricks. Mm-hmm. Got some uphills. Got some downhills. Got some pretty tight golf holes there. John, I think that um, you you'd want to make sure that you brought uh, a good extra handful <laughs> of golf balls there. Extra dozen cut golf balls. Gotcha. Gotcha, yeah, man. Like yeah. <laughs> so who scored better, you or your son? Um, actually, neither. Okay. Uh, he actually came to the sister-kisser tie at 74. <laughs> a, a good day was had by all. I think EA wound up uh, playing better than the two of us did by a couple, three shots. But Drew came away with the uh, with the, the Olympia Fields uh, logo ball. Got to have one of those. Got to have the logo ball. You got it. Yeah. Well, we're going to be talking uh, about uh, some great golf on some great golf courses. Uh, got a uh, special guest coming up a little later in the show, Brendan Sweeney from French Lick. The Senior LPGA Second Annual Championship is at French yeah, Lick Resort uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So uh, we're going to be talking about that live from the Cut Golf Studios. We are those weekend golf guys. And hang with us because we're coming right back couple things you need to know about me one is i'm frugal and i don't like to spend a lot of money on clothes for myself the other thing is i play a lot of golf and i play a lot of golf in the south where it's very very hot in the summertime and kind of hot in the fall and spring but i got to tell you someone turned me on to tommy john underwear and ever since i have worn my first pair of tommy john underwear I am no longer buying the cheap stuff. This is a promise to me. I will never spend another dime on cheap, heat-trapping, multi-pack underwear because I have found a better way to take care of my goods. Tommy John, there's no adjustment needed. And you know what I'm talking about, guys. That twisting, that, oh man, this doesn't feel right little dance you do to get comfortable. Tommy John men's and women's underwear has a no-wedgie guarantee. They're comfortable. Stay put waistbands. A range of fabrics that are luxuriously soft, feather light, moisture wicking, very important if you play a lot of golf in the South, breathable. 
and designed to move with you, not against you, and they guarantee it. If you do not love your first pair, not if you don't like it, if you don't love your first pair, you can get a full refund with their best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free guarantee. Even Golf Digest said Tommy John is the best underwear in golf for two years in a row. It's fantastic. So, before you spend another dime on that cheap, heat-trapping, multi-pack stuff that I used to buy, go to TommyJohn.com weekend and get 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com slash weekend. TommyJohn.com slash weekend. You'll thank me. ThoseWeekendGuffGuys.com. If you haven't been there yet, please go. A lot of good stuff there. And uh, you can also uh, follow us and or like us at Facebook.com slash GolfGuys. And if you're a Twitter kind of person uh, in the Twitterverse, we are at WKND Golf Guys. You know, last week, Jeff, we had talked briefly about tees. And when yeah. we got done talking about that, I uh, hit myself because it was like there was one question I needed to ask and I forgot to. Because we have kind of poo-pooed the idea of tilting your tee forward is going to give you extra yardage. But is there... Well, I'm not sure you poo-pooed it, but I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and again, asked for the see the numbers. If anybody can prove it to him, he is willing to change his mind. You do have to prove it to him. He does not have a closed mind. He just he knows what he's talking about. But my question is, if you have the tee tilted to the left or to the right, is that going to affect the flight of the golf ball? If you have it teed up askew. All right. So let's let's refer yet once again to my commentary from a week ago. Yes your club face is still going to be hitting the back of the sphere. Okay. And no matter where that T is underneath it, propping that sphere up, whichever angle it may be, there's going to be negligible difference in the flight or the distance or the height that it carries. I would think that the only possible one at all that could affect it in any way be if you were swinging against said direction of tilt of the tee because it might provide some distance back at i can't imagine anyone willing to do a study on that one <laughs> and come up with the evidence but if they did i would be willing to listen to it they've proven beyond doubt i got you not a problem yes so the, the happy the sh- to happy to have someone prove me wrong here i would love to hear it short answer is no Short answer is no. Longer but, answer. But you know, it's radio, so if I just started out with no, <laughs> you'd have gone, okay, give me some more. Yeah, we've got eight <laughs> minutes to fill here. What, what are we doing? What are we doing? Okay, well, that's great because a lot of the times, uh, you know, teeing the ball up, getting it at the exact height or the exact straightness or whatever, I mean, some people just they, they just have a problem. They You can see them going back three and four times, making sure the ball is exactly where they want it to be on the tee and just wondering yeah. if... That is just just something that you can poo-poo, and, and of course you can. I did, however, find something out online today, and we've got the guys. Uh, they're sending me a couple of them, and I want you to see them too. It's, it, you're going you're gonna to love me telling you this. It's a training aid, okay? Yeah. And it's basically about a three-inch long piece of metal, about maybe three-quarters of an inch wide. looks like an arrow is pointed on each end. In it, it has a place to put a tee, and it is designed on the practice tee, where you aim this little arrow instead of getting, you know, the alignment sticks like you use in some of your videos on $5 Golf Club. Yeah. You just move this this little 
thing underneath your T to point to exactly where you want to go. Like if you're hitting to the blue flags on the practice tee, you point it there and you line up and there's some chemical reaction in your brain because of the visualization with the ball right over the alignment aid. It seems to, uh, as they say, uh, cement the muscle memory more quickly and more permanently in your head so that uh, you become easier and more apt to aim correctly without... Are you suggesting that you use muscles in your head? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, let's not get all physiological on me here, okay? I think some of our listeners are using a lot of facial muscles right now. <laughs> so, some will be laughing. Some will be frowning. Okay, so I explained it poorly. What do you want from me? I talk for all a right, living, so, you know? All right, so I got this idea, you know, that they've done a nice job, right? You, you take this piece of thing and you put it on the ground, you put a teeth in the back of it, you point, point the arrow where you want it to, where you want the ball to go as a swing to go. That's terrific. Yeah. Um, you know, us teachers, we've been doing stuff like that for a long time. You know, I've been using Hot Wheels tracks. Yeah. Doing the same thing. Yeah. You know, they're a little orange. I cut them with a foot, jam a tee in the back end of it, put it out there, and people go, oh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Well, now you yeah. don't have to be a golf instructor or <laughs> or a do-it-yourselfer. You know, you spend ten bucks, you get a package of three of these, and then uh, you know away you go. Anyhow, we're gonna we're gonna see it. I'll I'll send you some of them when they come, and you can tell me if it is indeed anything yeah, like worthwhile or not. That's see, I I have you as my official clearinghouse of uh, of of special little golf products, and there's there are so I'm many. To take a look at lots of these kind of things because you know what truth is is that people are out there being creative at something that can help mm -hmm. and if it's something that can help i will use it yeah as a teacher i will use anything with any concept that's actually going to work for that student yep and anything i'm not closed-minded at all i'm probably the most open-minded coach uh, in terms of using a training aid or a visual or something because if it works for the student that it, that it needs to work for that is a great thing for them to have. Exactly. So exactly. Any yep. any anything that can help. You know, as as they say, it couldn't hurt. You know? Right. As long as it couldn't hurt, then let's do it. So uh, right. we we got those coming up. So we, we will no longer the topic of tees is officially off the table from here on out on those weekend golf guys. We have now wait a second. <laughs> tees are wonderful training aids. Yeah, right. you can use for them for example, a bunch of things. I use many of them to help guide a golf swing. I'll put them into the ground in a little track where this person needs to swing their club between them. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I use them as like a little directional arrow. Sometimes I will use them on the putting green for when the player needs to see exactly where their face is truly pointed. Mm -hmm. I will put it at the, the head of the tee on the face, and they will go back and see where they're really pointed, and they go, oh. I really am bad at aiming. <laughs> yeah. Or they will see that they're very good at aiming. Yeah. Sometimes I'll have them stroke their putter between a couple of tees. Sometimes I will have them stroke between a couple of tees and hit their ball, uh, hit the ball uh, through that little gate of tees, and they'll hit a uh, hit a tee right out in front to right. make sure their putter face is actually aimed squarely to their stroke right. at the time. Cool. So we don't need to take the 
topic of teas off the table, but maybe just that one particular part that we were having a discussion about. Gotcha. Take that part off. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. It's duly notated, sir. Duly notated. Right. I have written that down. I got to tell you, this is the, uh, the roadshow version for me. Uh, again, you know, here we are driving across the top of the state of Indiana as we've left uh, Olympia Fields. John, let me let me let you guess where we're headed next. I'm pointing the car across the state of Indiana, mm-hmm. across the state of Ohio, mm-hmm. and we're going to come to rest in the state of Pennsylvania. In the state of Pennsylvania, very very close to the city of Pittsburgh. Well, it'll be somewhere very close to the city of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And we will be meeting a good friend uh, who happens to be a member at a very nice, old, venerable, uh, yet difficult and famous golf course outside of there. And we get to spend a little bit of time with him, maybe maybe four hours or so, uh, with him on Wednesday in the morning. Mm-hmm. In the morning. Okay. And uh, that'll be a nice thing. Yeah. And then after that, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't give you a chance to, to guess at where we may be. I, I don't want to guess because I'm so jealous the words will not come out of my mouth. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Should I get you a, a a logo ball? A logo ball would be nice. Logo ball would be nice? Yes. Head cover maybe? Head cover would be even nicer. Yeah. You know what I have done? Logo on. I they, need... have a, they have a squirrel with an acorn. Yeah. It's their, it's their logo. Go ahead. Oak tell Mont. everybody. Tell everybody. Yes. Yeah, Oak, Oakmont. Oakmont. Yeah. yeah, going from Olympia Fields to Oakland. Yeah. Shame you can't play any place nice. You know, maybe someday you'll get good enough to uh, be allowed on some of the better-known golf courses in the world, man. There you go. Well, good luck on that. Uh, tomorrow, I'll tell you where I'm going to be tomorrow when we come back, because I'm going to be in French Lick, Indiana, for the senior. Oh, lucky you. Yeah, for the senior LPGA. The uh, Pete Dye course is going to be a little busy, but uh, I believe they have room for me on the Donald Ross course, and that's where I'll be hanging out for the next few days. And uh, and then on the Pete Dye course, watching the Senior LPGA Championship. We're going to be talking with Brendan Sweeney from French Lick coming up next, live from the Cut Golf Studios. We are those weekend golf guys. Hang with us. Would you like to get all this stuff a couple days early and totally commercial-free? We can make that happen. Patreon.com slash golfguys. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash golfguys. For as little as a buck a month, you can become a sponsor and a patron. I highly recommend the Cut Golf matte-finished golf balls. They come in three colors, yellow, orange, and pink. All very easy to see. All very long off the tee. And if you chip and pitch and putt correctly, these things are going to check up when you need them to. They're going to roll out when you hit it right. They're going to roll true to the cup. And they're going to cost you $19.95 a dozen. It's a beautiful three-piece ball, and you're going to buy it direct from the manufacturer. That is why you're not going to spend 50 bucks for a dozen of these balls. $19.95 a dozen for cut, matte, orange, pink, or yellow balls Direct from the manufacturer at CutGolfCo.com. That's CutGolfCo.com. I'm going to use these balls exclusively from now on. I love them, and so will you, no matter how well you play or how badly you play. This will be your favorite ball from here on out. Order a dozen at CutGolfCo.com. 
couple things you need to know about me. One is I'm frugal, and I don't like to spend a lot of money on clothes for myself. The other thing is I play a lot of golf, and I play a lot of golf in the South, where it's very, very hot in the summertime and kind of hot in the fall and spring. But I got to tell you, someone turned me on to Tommy John underwear, and ever since I have worn my first pair of Tommy John underwear, I am no longer buying the cheap stuff. This is a promise to me. I will never spend another dime on cheap heat-trapping multi-pack underwear because I have found a better way to take care of my goods. Tommy John, there's no adjustment needed. And you know what I'm talking about, guys. That twisting, that, oh man, this doesn't feel right little dance you do to get comfortable. Tommy John men's and women's underwear has a no-wedgie guarantee. They're comfortable. Stay put waistbands. A range of fabrics that are luxuriously soft, feather light, moisture wicking, very important if you play a lot of golf in the South, breathable and designed to move with you, not against you, and they guarantee it. If you do not love your first pair, not if you don't like it, if you don't love your first pair, you can get a full refund with their best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free guarantee. Even Golf Digest said Tommy John is the best underwear in golf for two years in a row. It's fantastic. So, before you spend another dime on that cheap, heat-trapping, multi-pack stuff that I used to buy, go to TommyJohn.com weekend and get 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com slash weekend. TommyJohn.com slash weekend. You'll thank me. Hey, it's us again, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. Uh, Jeff Smith is is in route from, I was going to say Elysian Fields, but it's not Elysian Fields. What's that big golf course in Chicago, man? Olympia Fields. Olympia Fields. That's it. He's en route from Olympia Fields back home to Indiana. And uh, we got somebody who's even funnier and more fun to talk to. Uh, Brendan Sweeney, who is with French Lick Resort. And the reason why we're talking to Brendan is because this very weekend marks the beginning of the second senior LPGA championship to be held at the Pete Dye course at French Lick Resort. And before we get into any of the details... I think we need to talk about how much of an operative consideration you guys were at French Lick to actually make this happen because there had been championships for every professional organization, LPGA, PGA, senior PGA, except the senior PGA until you guys got in and made it happen. Oh, that's great. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me on, my man. Long time. No talk to. I know, man. You've been hanging out with that uh, Frank Bassett guy on Golf Talk America too much. Now we got a big network too, so we can compete. Attaboy. <laughs> uh, any, any exposure is good exposure, especially when I'm exposing myself to you, my friend. That, that came out weird. It did. Right. It did. We'll talk we'll about that later. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, hey, thanks. Thanks for the uh, for the kind intro. Yeah, we've. Uh, we, we, we've turned the corner on uh, senior ladies golf. Uh, last year was the inaugural run of the first official senior major uh, for the former stars of the LPGA. And prior to that, we were uh, host site of uh, four of the Legends Tour championships. Right. So uh, we've sort of uh, broke away, not to say breakaway, but we've uh, blossomed the, the Legends Championship into the senior LPGA championship. It, you know, it's under you know, the full guys of the LPGA and, and, uh, it's great. It's a, it's a really fun, great thing. And, and, uh, we're looking forward to, uh, the 15th, 16th and 17th, uh, of next week as the official 
uh, kickoff dates. And we'll be on Golf Channel from 4 to 6 Eastern. So if people want to check out some of the uh, some of the names from your past and, and see what actually the, the Peak Dye Golf Course is all about at French Lick, it's a great time to check it out. You know, last year, the, the ladies were so much more accepting and so much more kind to Pete Dye than the senior guys were. Senior guys were walking off that course mumbling and grumbling and throwing stuff. The ladies seemed to accept yeah. it pretty well. Well, we had, uh, uh, well, as I said before, we've, we've, we've hosted the, the Legends Championships for four years prior to, to, to last year of the initial, right. the inaugural uh, Senior LPGA. So the ladies are sort of, they were sort of used to the course. They were used to seeing what was happening. And, and granted, you know, we have five different tee boxes, uh, at the, or six different tee boxes at the uh, at the die course. I mean, from the from the back, it goes all the way back to eighty one oh two, but from the front, it, it plays up to fifty three hundred yards. Yeah. So when Pete designed the golf course, he designed it for, uh, you know, for your hitability of of how far you can actually hit your drivers. So you know, some of the older ladies aren't hitting it too far, maybe one hundred seventy five, two hundred yards. Uh, while some of the big bombers are knocking it out there 280. So when we had the Senior PGA Championship back in 2015, these guys are used to playing, you know, Del Boca Vista and having everything right in front of them. And, and the uh, the weather turned on the first day, and, and next thing you know, uh, there were 42 guys that shot 80-plus in a, in a major championship for the senior men. And yeah. needless to say, some of them walked away with their tails between their legs and uh, we invite them back, but no one really wants to come. <laughs> I think the best. But there, but there was, there, yeah, there was a really happy guy by the name of Colin Montgomery that yeah. said he loved the golf course. He said it's like no other place on earth he's ever played, and he's a big fan. I, the best quote I heard was from Rocco Mediate as he walked off 18 after the first round. He said, I love Pete Dye golf courses, but Pete was obviously very angry the day he designed this one. <laughs> so. Yes, or the memorable moments of Mark Kalkovecchia uh-huh. in his club yeah. and then turning around and flipping off the golf course. Yeah. Yeah, those are kind memories that my children will always have. They have a fun time explaining why it happened. <laughs> exactly, man, but it's it's a great golf course, and, and the third and fourth time you play it, it gets much easier. Okay. Um, yes, yes, and uh, it, it really is. It really is a fear if you know what you're doing and, but if not, it has the opportunity to really expose your weaknesses uh, of your game. Yep. And that's what it goes back to Pete being Pete. And, uh, you know, if you're off a little bit, you're, you're, you're struggling. You're fighting for par. Uh, and at any given moment, you could, you could blast a double or a triple, and you have no idea what even hits you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it sets up to be a very competitive golf course. And our 18th hole is a monstrous par five that, uh, what, three years ago uh, – Chris Johnson and Julie Inkster had a six-hole playoff. Yeah, um, that it came down to. So yeah, it's amazing. But we have some great names, uh, all-star cast. As I mentioned, uh, Trish Johnson, our past champion, uh, who's a great lady from England. Uh, she actually was a big fan of St Andrews, and last year she said, "This is my new favorite golf course," which is great. Uh, Dame Laura Davies, who won the. Uh, the Senior Women's U.S. Open this year at Chicago Golf Course up mm-hmm. in Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, up in Wheaton, Illinois, I should say. Uh, she's back, and, and uh, she could be going for a sweep of the majors, you know, wow. winning two majors in one year. Yeah, uh, Julie Inkster, who, who we all know, Solheim Cup captain, uh, 
she won the uh, Legends of Ben at our place uh, a few years back, and and uh, she's fired up. She's you know she's she's now working for Fox, and and she, I think she's back on the Solheim Captain Cup again. Fantastic! Um, yeah. It's wonderful. We, we have a, we have a whole gaggle full of uh, World Golf Hall of Famers, uh, and the really cool thing on Sunday, uh, this Sunday coming up when you're rolling into town, we'll be having our honors division. Uh, those are the ladies over the age of 63 that will be playing. So mm-hmm. we have, you know, nine ladies that will be playing in that. It's sort of a nice exhibition of golf. And it recognizes, you know, the uh, the, the second generation of the LPGA, I'd say. Uh, you know, the first generation where the founders and God bless them, all those ladies are, you know, in their 80s by about now. And so this is like the second wave that's coming through. So yeah. uh, the second and third generation of golfers, you know, that will be at the French Lake property next week. These and these are the women that put the LPGA on the map. These are the women that that you know, like you say, from our from our childhoods, our adulthoods, or whatever. But these are the women that you know, Jenny Blaylock and, and Jan Stevenson, and all these people who were the big stars of the LPGA in the seventies, eighties, and nineties are there. And I mean, this is a, a chance to relive history and go and watch them and thank them for what they've done for, for women's golf and in, in particular and golf in general, man, that's what you need to do. Get out there. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's neat. It's, uh, it really is a, a step back in time. It's, you know, when the seniors, when Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicholas got together and said, let's make the champions tour work. You know, it took a couple of years to get it going. Yeah. And, uh, we made a five year, we made a five year commitment to the LPGA that French Lick will be the host site of the senior LPGA championship. They embraced it. And, uh, we're now on year number two. So, uh, for, you know, ho- hopefully we, we make a house for home for it. For listeners in the Midwest who are, uh, within driving distance of French lick, uh, what's it cost to, uh, go there and watch? It, it really is a really cool thing that we've done. We've, we've taken all the ticket proceeds. Uh, it's $5 a ticket, <laughs> which is nothing, nothing. Yeah. Um, but every ticket, every dollar raised will go directly to the Riley's Hospital for Children uh, in Indianapolis. And Riley's has, is a special place in, in our hearts uh, with what they do with kids and cancer research. And, and uh, there's 92 counties in the state of Indiana. And it seems that everybody in a county in the state of Indiana knows a kid that has gone to Riley's. Yeah. Uh, there's 300,000 kids cross that threshold every year. So Man. what we what we have done is is we we have an online auction. If you go to frenchlick.com and click on the senior LPGA, there should there's a link for an online auction. Got some really great stuff. And there's also if you go to Ticketmaster, if you want to buy a ticket for five dollars, go ahead. If you want to make a donation for five, just buy a ticket. Not the money goes straight to uh, straight to Riley. So that's a cool way to. To, to help the kids out, and John, you met the kids. Oh yeah, it's, you know, we've been doing this for we, we've been doing this for six years. Yep. yep. You know, I'm a dad. I have three kids. And I'm blessed that they're all healthy. But you look at you know, like our buddy Braden, who's been in a we've known him since he was 11 years old. Now he's going to be he's turning 17, and you know he developed into a, a great young man, and he's still fighting the good fight. He still has to have operations, but he's our inspiration piece that that keeps the, you know, the carrot in front of the horse and keeps, you know, when, whenever we're having a, a down day or a bad day, you think about just one of these things that these kids are going through and it makes your day go a little bit easier. So it yeah, we're blessed does, and we're honored to have Riley's as a partner and we're blessed to have old national bank as a presenting sponsor again. 
Everybody out there does great work. You guys have really banded together and done good things for a lot of great people. And I've got to say, if you are outside the state of Indiana and you're going, French Lick, what? Yeah, okay, yeah, that's where Larry Bird came from. It's the only reason you've ever heard of French Lick. Put the French Lick Resort on your bucket list of places to go because you've got the Pete Dye course, you've got Donald Ross course, you've got the Valley course, which is designed by another famous designer from the early 1900s whose name always escapes me. But it's golf. Bendelow. Bendelow. It's golfer's paradise. Lots of stuff to do. There is a casino there. There's pools and all kinds of activities. It's a great family place. French Lick Resort has got to be on your bucket list of a place when you're anywhere close to the Midwest. Come and spend a few days, and you'll be coming back and back and back. And, Brendan, we look forward to seeing you. Thanks for helping. Thanks for your support. And please tune in uh, Golf Channel on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday from 4 to 6 Eastern. I'll wave to you. So if you can't get there, remember French Lick, Indiana. It's in the middle of nowhere, but it's worth going to the Senior LPGA Championship. You can watch it on the Golf Channel Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday evenings from uh, 4 to 6 in the afternoon and the Eastern time. And we will, of course, uh, we'll be waving to you. Brendan Sweeney, French Lick Resort, thank you very much. And uh, we'll be right back, so stick with us. We are those Weekend Golf Guys live in the Cut Golf Studios. Why don't you follow us on Twitter? It's very easy. Just go to twitter.com. We are at WKND Golf Guys. That is it. WKND Golf Guys on Twitter. Follow us. We'd love it. This past Sunday, my buddy Kevin and I were playing golf, and he was playing his first ever round using a Cut Golf golf ball. He was using the Cut Golf Black which is a model name, not a color. It's a white ball, urethane cover, four-piece construction, tour quality compared to all the ones that you pay 50 bucks a dozen for. You're going to pay $19.99 a dozen for these. They're going to get a lot of distance off the tee. You're going to get a whole lot of control around the greens, just as you would expect in a $50 golf ball, but this one you're only going to pay 20 bucks a dozen for. Well, Kevin got his first ever race. Let's see, his first ever round with a cut golf golf ball. And his first ever ace. Coincidence? Hmm. I'll leave that up to you to decide. I can get you a deal, however. $19.99 a dozen for tour quality golf balls that are absolutely wonderful if you just go to cutgolfco.com. That's cutgolfco.com. Use a code WEEKENDGOLFGUYS when you check out and you'll get 10% off. And we're back, those weekend golf guys. And uh, I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. And uh, do have to just remind you, CutGolfCo.com. That's where you go to get some of the best darn golf balls available. Tour quality golf balls, four-piece construction, three-piece construction, whichever you prefer. They're going to run you a grand total of uh, less than 20 bucks a dozen. That's amazing. And $2 less than that if you use the weekend golf guys code when you check out. Okay. I'd be using the code. Use the code. Buy a couple dozen. Use the code. The more you buy, the more you save. And they're really good. They are really good golf balls. Even if you're you're playing, you know, the $50 a dozen golf balls, these are going to be just as good, if not even better for your game, because you're not going to stress over losing it. <laughs> That's right. So that makes a big difference. Talk about stressing. One of the situations that I think we need to address is something that most of us amateurs stress over, especially when we're sitting at a tee and uh, we're playing a golf course like you just came from with Olympia Fields or going to Oakmont. The the typical old-time, well-established 
narrow fairway, lots of trees, and uh, you can't see the green because it's behind those trees over there because the fairway goes to the right a little bit, you know, little things like that. I mean, you know, and you sit there and you say, boy, I wish I knew how to move this ball to the right a little, or gee, I wish I knew how to move this ball to the left a little, rather than just saying, oh my God, I hope this goes where I want it to be. Any way that you can, you know, kind of talk us through some of that stuff, man? When you're playing and you're on the golf course, you know, this is these are not driving range thoughts. These are on the golf course thoughts. Mm -hmm. If first you understand a couple of things about the physics of how golf balls move, you know, we don't have to put our professor physics hat on. We can talk in generalities that everybody can really kind of handle. Okay. It's something as simple as we can look at where the golf ball started to fly off the face of the club to ascertain where the face of the club was facing at the time it touched the ball. Because clearly, John, you know that when your ball gets touched by your club and it immediately shoots off to the right, you know that the face was pointed over there. But I'm just pointing out these things are obvious, right? Just right. like when it comes immediately leaping off the face to the left got to know right away, man, my club face was pointed to the left a lot. Right. And then if it leaps off the face going up the middle, you can know that the face was pointed up the middle. Mm -hmm. These general thoughts here are, if, if you put them in the front of your mind, in the active, hey, I'm paying attention to this thing, you'll have an easier time at making some adjustments if you just realize where the face of your club was. Let's just keep this in big general terms here. Your golf ball starts its ball flight leaping off the face in the direction that the face was pointing at the time it touched it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay, but let's just generalize things for a moment and say, guess what? I just figured out where my face was pointed. Well, what if I? What if it starts up the middle, but it doesn't stay there? You're like, well, wait, it spun off, but where did it start, John? If you think about where it starts, now you know where the face was. And then you got to figure out what kind of adjustment you need to make after that. Okay. So let's say, John, we're talking about the regular average jump. Busts one up the middle and then it creams to the right. Mm -hmm. And he goes, wow, why, why is it spinning that way? How come? I'm like, okay, so what would make it start straight and what would make it spin away? And the face pointing straight makes it start straight. But what part of it makes it spin away? And you go, okay, well, I was sweeping across it. So then you figure out, hey, look. My hands were doing their job at getting the club face pointed at the target, but my arm swing was taking the club left, spinning away from me. And all of you lefties out there, it's the opposite for right. you, and you already know that, so we're all okay with that language. Um, so anyway, that means you're, you're swinging across the ball toward your body, you know, inward instead of swinging it the other way. So then you go, well, how do I make that adjustment? Well, the first thing is awareness. If you pay attention to what that is, then all of a sudden you go, okay, how do I make it so that I move my club from my side of the golf ball out to the golf ball when I touch it? So therefore, I've changed the direction coming into the golf ball, right? Mm -hmm. How do I do that? Well, one, you could get the club further behind you, you know, like behind your back. You know, okay. when you're swinging at the top of your back, swing, it's further behind you. Mm -hmm. So it can come outward at the bottom to touch the ball out in front of you. Does that make sense? Yes. There's huge improvements that you can make just by being aware of that. So can you imagine, John, a ball that started up the middle and because you had the club more behind you on your backswing so it could get out in front of you, you know, at the farthest point out in front of you, out in front of your chest, that's where it would actually struck the golf ball. That mm. ball's going to fly a whole lot straighter, don't you think? I would have, I would hope. 
Well, because your club's not swinging across it coming from the other side right. of the golf ball and moving inward, right? Right. So it's either going to fly straight because it felt like it was more coming outward to get it, and then it was really traveling down the line, or it felt outward to go get it. It was actually traveling outward, which would make it curve left, wouldn't it? Start yes. up the middle and curve left. Yep. So you can make these adjustments on the golf course where that happens by understanding a couple of those little things going, which one of these things is it really in the flight of the ball? Is it the face problem of where it's pointed, or is it a swing direction problem? So they, they relate together. Yeah. So if you say, hey, this ball curved left. Well, if it started to the right and curved left, that's okay to some degree, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If it starts left and curves right, that's also okay to some degree, right? Mm -hmm. So as long as there's a little of each, we're all all right. Yeah. So and if you're going to be on the golf course and go, what do I got to do here? Just think about the directions. You know, there's three directions, so to speak. The club could come into the, into the ball from behind it or from your side of the golf ball inside, right? Mm, right. Or it could come from the other side of the golf ball from the outside. And all you got to do is kind of figure out which one, do I, which one do I need to do. And they go, oh, well, how do I do that? Well, the easy part is understanding what happened. And then many people can make that adjustment real easy. Most people that are listening to this show right now don't hit hooks. Most of them hit slices. The majority of the golfing population hits balls that curve away from their body. Mm -hmm. Well, they just need to change their swing direction to get the club to come from more on the side of their golf ball, on their body, into the inside of the golf ball before it touches it and the ball straighten out quite a bit. So are they not putting it far enough behind it when they turn at the top of their swing or, or what, what um, are they doing? Many about? people don't get the club and or their hands far enough behind them. Gotcha. Okay. So there is sometimes it's a flexibility issue. Sometimes it's a, a nervous tension that creates that inflexibility, right? Maybe right. guys out there being, you know, you, you've said it yourself a couple of times, you know, you used to be, and not anymore, I might add, I congratulate you on this. You used to be the guy who got nervous playing with other people, yeah, people you didn't know. And now you've done a terrific job of only playing with people that you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you don't have that affliction anymore. <laughs> yeah, who needs a sports psychologist when you got friends, right. man? <laughs> Play with the same group of band of monkeys all the time, and you don't have any problem. <laughs> you know, you I should have known to, uh, for a minute, for a quick minute. I thought you were actually going to say something nice. I should have known. I complimented you on that. Yeah. You found your solution, right? <laughs> it, it used to be beer. Yeah, right. That's true. Yeah. Your solution to the nervousness was beer. Yeah, and. And now it's just the same old clowns every time. <laughs> and here I thought that was just my secret, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. You know, it would have been had you not told everybody on this national radio show. <laughs> let me let me ask you something that's from that's it's a little bit related. Yeah. Now, we have mentioned this before, and my driver is offset. It uh -huh. the the head when you when you set it up you know the way you're supposed to the head kind of is aimed left a little bit I don't know how many degrees it's not a whole lot but when I set it up like that I still hit the ball very straight why okay so here's the thing when you're swinging a club you're swinging the shaft and the head that's on the end of it, right mm -hmm. and they made an awful lot of clubs that were offset in the head. As a matter of fact, Cobra had one out that was probably more offset than everybody else's that when they made it an offset driver. And the face kind of set back from the hosel a little bit. 
which gave, as you were swinging the club around, a lot of people swinging the clubs that the face wasn't. They had a hard time getting the club face square. They needed just a little bit more time and space to get the, for their hands to get the club head to be square to, by the time it touched the ball. Okay. So moving the face back just a little bit of that shaft, that time is built in. Oh, okay. So that's just that little extra, you know, millimeter of a second there, right? Just a little. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can put millimeter in a second in the same sense, but I just did. Yeah, <laughs> we know what you meant. You that just little, that just extra little skosh of time right. and space. Yeah. To get the club face square, that's why it works. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that makes yeah. perfect sense to me, man. All right. So. Uh, once you learn why it is you're hitting the ball in whatever direction, when you get that down and you understand the concept, then you can create the situation to move the ball in the the way you need it to move, right? I mean, that would be the logical progression yeah. from that. Right. That's the whole point of understanding a couple of these things. Then you would start to figure out, well, which should I do? Should I move, change my direction of my swing, or should I change the club face position? Many times I've taught people, hey, look, if you're on the golf course and you're constantly moving the ball's curving to the right, I'm going to turn your club face a little bit to the left in your hands before you make that golf swing. Yeah. Yeah. That would make perfect sense. The club face would then be more in line with its path, and the ball would fly in a more linear manner, in which case it wouldn't be nearly as far offline. And you're golf game would improve even though you made that let's just get club face pointed a little bit further left trick in your hands just so you can get it around but if that's the case if you're having to make that adjustment while you're on the golf course first of all good for you for making that happen on the golf course Mm -hmm. but now be smart about it after you've finished your 18 holes of golf then you go "Hmm, wow i've had to make that adjustment all day what does that mean? What should I go practice? That's where you go see your local PGA pro. <laughs> yep. And they are very right good when you go to them and say, when I do this, the ball does that. And they'll say, well, then don't do that. But they will, you know, fill in the blanks of what it is you're supposed to do to make it work. It's very possible that that golf pro, yeah, it's very possible that golf pro gets smart. And he asks you, hey, John, how many times do you play golf and how much are you willing to <laughs> and and what if you said, well, my name is John Ashton and I don't practice. Then he'll say, well, then continue to do what you're doing to get it around the golf course and come play again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but don't bother me. <laughs> well, um, no, that's not it. He, he <clears throat> just, he'll just know, look, he's not willing to you know, go do something to practice it. Yeah. And you're managing to get it around yourself. Yeah. If, they gave you some information and, and you didn't do anything with it, well, then they might get paid for a golf lesson. Yeah. But you wouldn't get really, truly better. You'd get smarter. You might get more educated, but if you take no action at it, yeah. um, you know. Well, one thing Jeff said that I am going to argue with is he said, you know, once once you get the uh, the knowledge down and you're able to do the movement of the golf ball, your golf game is going to get better. Maybe not if you're not used to hitting your second shot out of the fairway, because that's a whole new challenge. And maybe next week we'll talk about that. Man. Okay. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. We're live at the Cut Golf Studios. We are those weekend golf guys, and we will be right back. 
And this is a good time to remind you that Cut Golf has developed, manufactured, and sells golf balls for the people. Tour quality, four piece construction, urethane covered golf balls, long distance, great control around the greens, and they're going to cost you 20 bucks a dozen. Less than that, if you go to cutgolfco.com and use the code Weekend Golf Guys at checkout, you'll save 10% on whatever you order. Cutgolfco.com. Check out code Weekend Golf Guys. Save yourself a bunch of money on the best balls you've played yet. moments left yet together with us those weekend golf guys i'm john ashton he is jeff smith uh, fresh off of a round at olympia fields in chicago and still smiling about it on his way to oakmont gee life is tough at the top of the golf food chain is it not mr jeff huh well i haven't been to the top of the golf food chain yet but i'll tell you i am fortunate to be able to play some pretty nice Nice golf courses. Yes, indeed. And, you know, I got to thank my friends uh, who are at these places. Uh, my friend E.A. Tischler, great, uh, great uh, golf instructor, good friend of mine, and he invited us to come up to play. And certainly got to always thank my friend Matt Cluck, who's a member uh, at Oakmont. He's also a PGA member, a teacher extraordinaire in the, in the Pittsburgh area. Mm-hmm. Uh, always a pleasure. Which just goes to prove I need better friends. Oh, well. You know what? I'll agree with you there. I like the fellas you hang out with now, but, you know, they're just not helping your golf game. <laughs> they're not helping at all. I uh, want to thank uh, Brendan Sweeney for spending some time with us on the show. Brendan Sweeney from French Lick Resorts in French Lick, Indiana. And, again, let me reiterate, you got to put that on your bucket list because – you know, you got a Pete Dye course, you got a Tom Bendelo course, you've got a Donald Ross course. If you're a golfer, you've got great stuff. If you're a gambler, you got great stuff. There's a casino there. And and if you're a basketball fan, it's Larry Bird's hometown. And there's there's a few places that want to remind you of that on a regular basis. Uh do catch the uh, LPGA the <laughs> the senior LPGA championship, which happens uh tomorrow, Tuesday and Wednesday. If you can't make it to French Lick, and I understand, especially for, you know, if you're in Texas or California right now, it may be a bit of a hike. Uh, and if you're in the Carolinas, there may be some sort of a hurricane thing you got to deal with. So I understand completely. But you can watch it on Golf Channel Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday between 4 and 6 Eastern time. And you will be able to see just how wonderful the Pete Dye Golf Course is. And uh, just a word to the wise before you go, practice your side hill, uphill and downhill lies. <laughs> Yes, sir. Because if you can't that do way, that, <laughs> you're destined you're for 150. <laughs> yeah. That's where you just pick it up and move on to the next one. All right, listen, thoseweekendgolfguys.com is where you can find us anytime you need us. Uh, follow us on Facebook, please, at facebook.com slash golfguys. Even on Twitter, we are at WKND Golf Guys. And we are, of course, right here. We'll be back next week, and we'll spend another hour talking about golf stuff and having a good time. We are those weekend golf guys, and we appreciate you listening. Practice a little bit. Figure out what you're doing wrong and figure out how to fix it. And then go play some golf. <laughs>